not alone. Yes, the Lord is with me, but I also have a very good friend of mine, a partner and friend and brother, uh, very close to me for many, many years. Brother, can you stand up and say hello? Danny Dunaway. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And again, a friend that all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, he's actually a lawyer. He studied at the same, uh, is this Harvard or something? Can you, Brother Dwayne, uh, please, and the sister. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory. And I believe God has made, uh, prepared this time, uh, these few days, uh, for something glorious. And I thank God that he kept all of us alive to see again. Amen. And I'm happy to see you, you know. Looking forward to seeing you. Now, I've been praying for you. I know you've been praying for me. And what a joy, what a blessing that we can meet again in this side of heaven. Praise the Lord. As long as we are still alive, there is still a reason, a purpose why God kept you and I alive. Millions has died. Many has gone through all kinds of things. But thank God we are alive for a purpose. Now say with me, I am alive for a purpose. And God has been so merciful on us there over there across the pond in the ministry, in our churches, in our ministry. And God has preserved us. We have seen so much wonderful work of God. And he preserved us all through the COVID. And during those times, there were so many healings. I'll be praying for people online and people are being healed. All over in London, in Germany, in different places, we're receiving testimonies of those who are watching online and God was healing them. You see, the Bible says when the enemy comes like a flood, the Holy Ghost always raises up what? A standard against him. You have to know that God is more busy than the devil. God is way, way more busy than the devil. I told the devil before you came, God was here already. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. <laughs> because the devil goes up and down, but God never moves. He's always there. He's the great I am. Father, we love and bless and praise you. And I bow before you again in this church and place and day and time and magnify thee, Father, for bringing me again. Wonderful Jesus. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be exalted. Holy Ghost, I give myself to you to use me for your glory. And every power, every wisdom, and every knowledge and experience become now subject to the Holy Spirit through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for your mercy in this place and for what you are doing here and want to do this many days. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want us to begin. We're going to be here tomorrow and Sunday. We'll have three meetings. So I'm going to just take my time and go step by step. Amen? Praise the Lord. And just so I want us to enjoy every moment we spend here together in these meetings. But let's not begin in a very simple way. Let's begin in the book of Matthew chapter 6. The New Testament, Matthew chapter 6. And Matthew chapter 6, he says, um, and we can begin from verse um, from verse um, uh, 22, and he says, the light of the body is the eye. Say with me, the light, the light. 
of the body is the eye. Okay. If therefore your eye be single, be unclouded, be unshadowed, be without defect, your whole body shall be full of light. You know, the eye is always taking pictures, drawing images from the outside to the inside. If the eye has some defect, if it cannot receive light, you know, somebody can have an eye, but the eye have no receptacle to receive light. The eye can be there, it can be open, but you see nothing because it has no ability to receive light. So the Bible said that the light of the body is the eye. And if your eye is clear and clean and unclouded, unshadowed, then your whole body will be full of what? Light. Light is very important. And the Lord is giving me the message on light these days. And for you to be able to receive light, you must have the right receptacle. Because many have, that's why the Lord Jesus said, many, they see, in seeing, they see not. In hearing, they hear not. They don't have the ability to receive that which they are actually seeing or put it into shape and form. And some are hearing, but they don't get it. But I believe that through these days, God will give us that. He will waken that thing up in you so you can be able to receive or understand and hear what you are really hearing. And see clearly what God is presenting before you. Somebody say hallelujah. Verse 2, they say, but if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Now, look at verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So, we have to understand, the one you serve determines how much light you have. One blinds and one opens, gives light and understanding. You can't serve God and mammon. Now, in verse 25, he said, therefore, because of this, because, that's what he said, that's what it's there for. And so, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. The light of the body is the eye. And you cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life. Huh. That means, if you're taking thought for your life, you are serving mammon. And your eye cannot see clearly. You become blinded. Take no thought for your life. To me, when I read this many, many years ago, it was one of the, it looks funny. It looks unintelligent. God saying to me, take no thought for your life. Don't be so anxious about your life. Take no thought. Lord, do you really mean that? That she said, oh, me, poor me. What will I do? What will I eat? How will I live? 
Who will marry me? Who will save me? Who will heal me? What should I go? What should I buy? What should I sell? Oh, me, my life. Who? This is God saying, don't take thought for your life. Do you have another translation there for me? Another trans- what, what do you have? The same King James? What do you have? Amplify. Okay, read that for me. Yeah, take note of your life. Therefore, I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink or about your body. Now, listen. Listen. This, I wanted to get this right into your spirit. Jesus Christ came to earth to save you from you. Now, that can show you how many people are really saved. Very few. Take no thought for your life. If you are anxious, nervous, restless, if the burden of life is on your shoulder, you are in the darkness. And you are serving mammon, not God. Take no thought for your life. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, or for the remain, what, what, what's going to be clothed upon? It says, again, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much more better than they? You have to understand the root of sin and the root of bondage. In chapter 14 of the book of Isaiah, we read about Lucifer. I always like to get to the root of the matter. I, I hate to waste my time cutting the branches off. Then tomorrow it grows up again. Why don't we have uh, enduring victories? Lasting victories. Why does our joy last just for a little moment? Why can't our peace endure the winter? Why uh, everything we have and do is always just for a little moment? No, God came and he wants you and I to, to have an enduring peace. Lasting peace, lasting joy. Come hell or high water. Come devil, come COVID-19, come war, come anything. God wants you and I to know his peace. Now, chapter 14. Just give me a little time, please. And let me read this for you. This is very important. Look what it says. In verse 12 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did this weaken the nations? Now, who did weaken the nations? Lucifer. He weakens the nation. He plunders the nations. He exploits humanity. He causes the earth to tremble. He turns the world into graveyard. How did he do it? How did Lucifer, Satan, get us into all this mess? What, what is sin? What is the root of sin? Why is the nation being weakened, being destroyed? Families, homes, churches, people. Why is the world trembling? How, some people said to me, how come God gave the devil such much power? No, not so. 
And look what it says. For thou hast said in thy heart, say with me, in your heart, I will ascend to, the, to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the size of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now, there you know what sin is. You know what sin is? I. When I is exalted, when I is on the throne, God is dethroned. Because God and I can't be on the throne at the same time. Only one can be at the throne at the same time. And Christ, Jesus said, take no thought for your life. This is what we, this is the breast of certain that we all humans sucked. It is to deify. Say with me, deify. Deify. Self. I became God. And God was dethroned. And as long as I is enthroned and God is dethroned because God and I can't be in the throne at the same time. And this is where Satan, this is the breast of Lucifer that we humans sucked. When Adam sucked that breast of Satan, that's what is called sin. That's what brought the fall. The fall is I enthroned. You have said, I, 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 I. You're going to go down. Why is the world going down? Why is the world sinking? Why is the nations trembling and weak and collapsing and perishing? Because humans have joined Lucifer to enthrone I and dethrone God. So we see the I of Satan. Then you see the I of Jesus Christ. Look how Jesus used the word I. I have come that you might have life. I have come to do your will, O God. I came down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Not my will, but your will be done. Father, if it is possible, take this away from me, but not what I will, but what you will. The Bible says, chapter 2 of Philippians, let this mind be in you. Let this attitude of mind, this mindset be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, yes, was God, did not try to retain his position as God. They took on the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself for them and, was, and, and became obedient to death. Not just any death, but the death on the cross. Wherefore, God have also what highly exalted him. Whoever exalts himself, God dethrones. Because God is at war. And God said, I am God and there's no other. And we are approaching a very, very strange season and time in the history of humanity. 
Paul writing there said, you know why the man of sin, speaking there about the mystery of iniquity. Say with me the mystery. Say the mystery of iniquity. Oh yes, the hidden thing of sin. And this is it. I want to read this for you. In, let's go ahead and read there in Second Thessalonians. Chapter one, chapter two uh, says these words. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, that and our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. Neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come and fallen away first. And that man of sin be what? Revealed the son of perdition, who opposed it and exalted himself. Mark the word there, exalted himself. Above all, that is called God. All that is worshipped so that he as God, seated in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, this is something very, very remarkable. Because the time is coming when humans will worship man. They will worship the man, devil's man. He will be the devil in human flesh. And we are in this world, in this crisis, because humans are worshiping themselves. They love self more than they love God. And they will fight God if God wants to get to their way. They will fight him. They will resist God. Now, you may think it's unbelievers. No, it begins right in the church. And so, the Lord Jesus Christ came to save you and I from self. And God has no other plan for the I but to crucify it. He has no other, he didn't come to make I better or make I religious or make I do good things. No, he has only one plan for that I is crucified. That I is called Adam. And he wants that I to be crucified. Satan came to deify, to make I God instead of God. And don't take this lightly. Because the problem with I is this. You have to fight to keep it. Fight to maintain it. This is why there are wars. In fact, James says in chapter 4, why are there wars? Why are there contentions? 
he said, you, 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 you war because your flesh is itching for something here. Give me this, give me that, give me that. And then you fight and you pray and you don't receive them because you pray amiss that you might consume them upon your what? Lusts. So even I can hinder us from actually receiving all that Christ has paid for with his own blood. Because many times, even our prayer and asking and desire is all based upon I. What I want, what I think, what I feel. The I is everywhere and God has only one plan for I is to crucify it. The Bible says Jesus Christ made himself of no reputation. Say with me, he, Jesus, made himself of no reputation. Now, what are we all doing in this life? To protect our reputation. Jesus made himself of no reputation. He stripped himself of all dignity and glory and honor and was made in the likeness of men. If you hear a gossip that somebody said something about you, you scream, you tormented, because what? Do you know who I am? You dare I kill you. I kill you. And even in the church, somebody dare step on your toes. Even if it's the pastor, you give me a piece of yourself. This is why we are wondering where is the power of God? Because many of those people whom God even anointed have used the anointing for I. We use the Bible for I. We use the church for I. Even the gifts and the talents. And we use them for I. That's why sometimes God allows those big eyes in the church to fall. Gift, talent. Anointed. It's me. God wants to use me. Me, 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 me. And we don't know that that is the devil. That's why Paul cried out, chapter 2 of Galatians, he said, I am crucified with Christ. No more I that live. The Bible says, he that is dead is what? Is free. The eye of Satan and the eye of man is about to produce the Antichrist. It is the fullness of the flesh. It is the fullness of time. It is the fullness of sin. It is the fullness of I. That I will sit on the throne of God and playing God. The world today is full of eyes who are trying to play God. And the eye can kill anybody. The eye can create wars and rubber banks and defile. When the eye is a fool, well, you have to divorce your wife, kill everybody, rob anyone, cheat anyone, just to keep eye alive. Christ came and laid down his life. Except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die. It abides alone. 
People say to me, I have prayed, I have fasted, I have read the Bible, I have confessed the Bible, I have sown seed. What is wrong? Why is this not moving? You can do all that for I. What, what am I getting there? How will that bless me? How will that help me? How will going to that church meet my need? I, I'm getting nothing out of here. I'm gone. People are looking for good opportunities. I remember when I came to check first in 1994. My friend Steve, I was with them in, on Tuesday in Pensacola. That brought me here. We stopped. We flew into Miami. We stopped in, uh, I think, in Jacksonville to buy something in the grocery store. And Steve is talking up. Oh, this is my friend from Czech. He's a missionary uh, from man. And we just come to see. The woman said, "Where do you come from?" I said, "From Czechoslovakia." 1994. He said to me, "Will you go back there?" I said, "I can't wait to go back." He said, "Nobody ever comes that way here and go back." I said, "Well, maybe I'm the number one." I am not looking for a good life. Listen, if I can grow in Lucifer so strong, even in toward heaven, in heaven, if the eye can be so strong that the eye blinded him, see, what happened was that when the eye grows, the eye can blind. It tits your scale. You no more have right and sound judgment. That's why Jesus said, seek first. Say with me, seek first. He didn't say seek only. He said, seek first. Because when the first is first, everything else falls in line. Because if the first is not put the first, then your scale are twisted. <laughs> you know, this is the last American, I don't want to get crazy here, but I'm going to say some few things here. This is the last American election. My friends called me and asked me, Francis, God always shows you who will rule America the next time. That, that Mike can tell you, I've told him from, from George Bush Jr. to everybody that rule America. I was there when it was decided who will rule America, way ahead of time. So this last election, my, my friend, he called me. I don't, don't tell anybody nothing. He asked me, why have God not told you who are going to rule next? I said, maybe my scale has tilted. So that night, I said, Lord, please, if I have abused or misused or leaning towards somebody more than the other person. If I'm taking side with any of the people, and because of that, please, I plead with you, forgive me. That night, I cried to the Lord just, and I slept, and right away, here comes the revelation of who rule America. Now. I hate politics. It is demonic. It is I. That night, I cried like a dog. Ask him the next morning. I called him. Say, "Yeah, I got it." I, thought, I said, "I got it. I got it. I got it." <laughs> and I told him what happened, how it happened, and how it's going to be. Ask this guy. He, he's my right hand man. When, when, when I told you about Trump, is that right? 2016 April. I told him, "Say that man with the big mouth is going to be your next president." He said, "No, no, no." I said, "That's it." Then he, I showed him what I, the detail of what I saw. He asked me, then what does that mean? You went to that offices and nobody was there. Because when he won the election in the spirit, I went there to, to greet him. I walked, I said, hello. I came to greet a new president. Hello. I walk everywhere. Doors open, nobody's there. I told him. He said, what does that mean? I said, when he begins to rule, he will withdraw America from the world. 
the world will look for America, they don't want to find him. Then he do it. Yeah. This one, I, I, I don't want to talk. <laughs> Let me preach Christ here. And, and don't stop me now. Don't ask me for any more questions, okay? All right? But I want you to know we are in the last days. And either you are full of self and demons and blinded, or you are full of God. We are in an hour of fullness. Everybody here on earth now must be filled with something. And nobody will be half full. Everybody will be completely full. We are in the season of fullness. We are now in the fullness of time. You will see people full of Satan. Totally full of evil. evil. And the worst of all are people who used to sing in the choir. People who used to be in the churches. People who used to be believers. You see them full of Satan. Even worse than the unbelievers. But then you can turn this way. You see, you see people full of God. Full of God. And you'll be filled with all the fullness of God. We are in an hour of fullness. This way is scary. This way is glory. There are men and women who have learned the secret of glory. They know that self must be dethroned. God must be enthroned. This is the only way Satan is truly and genuinely cast out. That's why Christ said, the prince of this world cometh and has nothing in me. Has nothing in me. I don't buy his product. I lay myself down. He comes. You can't smell I. You can't smell I. Listen, one of the biggest burden in life is the burden of being me. The burden of being you. You know who is killing you? You. How do you maintain that identity? That facade you present? That borrowed glory. Trying to catch up. Trying to make up, trying to match up, trying to keep that image in person and personality. Who will pay for your pride? God cannot finance for any man's arrogance. Even in our choices, even in the churches, among pastors, they are trying to maintain their dignity. To catch up, to make up. This is where, how our world is built. And the world around us, if you don't come that way, that level, if you don't have that kind of car, that kind of building, nobody will want to greet you. That kind of dress, that kind of way, that kind of talk, that kind of, but if you don't have it, you are nobody. And the church has been caught up in that trap. And the very thing that Christ came to save us from become now what dominates us. The Bible says, take no thought for your life. Jesus said, he said, he said to you and I, come unto me, all of you who are laboring. And are weighed down. And I will give you rest. The Bible says, he who has entered into his rest has what? Seized from his own what? 
works. Your works is your burden. Your works is your destroyer. Who gave you this burden that you are carrying? Self. God would never lay on any of us any burden too hard for us to bear. We are busy doing some good things. They are nice, but it is never God who laid the burden on you. You know, many years ago, my friend Steve Kirkpatrick, I was with them on Tuesday in Pensacola. He brought me from Czech to here. He, he goes to China. And he goes to China and he tells me a wonderful story about China. He said, before you say a word, they all believe. And he would always tell me about China, 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 China. I said, oh God. And the more he tells me about China, the more my head starts saying, China, check, check, China, China, check. It's almost the same. China, check, check, China. So, so uh, uh, they all seize. And the devil said to me, maybe you were supposed to be in China, not in check. Steve said, if you come there, if you preach, people are believing. I said, oh my God. Say, China, check, check, China, China, check, check, China. I said, but I heard what the Lord told me was check. So the devil said, no, no, maybe, maybe it was check, China, China. Because God wants souls. It doesn't matter where you get them. And my head started working on China, check, check, China, China, check, check. <laughs> and I was so, I mean, I was so tricked by the enemy that I was already going to go and buy tickets to go to China. I said, Lord, why waste all, with all these miracles, all these healings, these chicks are not getting saved. They'll get healed, they won't even come to church. Lord, maybe China will be better. All you want is soul, I'll get you some soul out there. And then I was about to go to, the, to go and go for the, you know, to buy a ticket. And I said, oh God, I beg you, open your mouth and tell me, should I go to China or not? You keep quiet. I need and prayed it. Stand up, prayed it. Lie on the bed. I said, Lord, I, I beg you, please. You made the human mouth, okay? Open your own and say yes or no. That's all I want. And this will save me from, from tragedy now. Should I go to China or not? And thank God he spoke. He said to me, China is not your burden. Ah. I saw so check then. All right. Who laid a burden on you that is crushing your life? That's weighing you down, ruining your life. Sucking the life out of you. Who put you into that situation? Who got you hooked on that? On that financial bondage? That relationship? That problem? That business? Who, who got you there? The Bible says, God doesn't tempt no man. But men are tempted when they are drawn away of their what? Selfish lust. And they are what? Enticed. And when sin is fully grown, it brings death. Who will save me? That's why Paul cried in, in, in chapter 7 of 1 Corinthians. Who will deliver me? Who will deliver from the body of this? When, when, when I want to go this way, something make me go this way. I want to go. I want to do this. I, I, but I cannot do what I want to do. Why? That is no more me. It is no more me. It is a scene. It is a force that gave you your personality that is now in the driver's seat of your life. 
I want to do the right thing, but I can't. I have no power to do what I know is right. So why can't I change? Now, who gave you your eye? Christ came to save us from I. No more I. Christ lives in me. Jesus said, if you see me, you've seen the Father. If you see me, I am in the Father. The Father is in me. This is where I am supposed to be. The I, Jesus said, in that day you shall know that you are in me and I am in you. And you and I, we are one. So your I is now lost in him. That's liberty. I give you a second chance to make it right. To rethink life. Rethink it. I'm giving you a second chance to rethink everything. I'm offering you liberty like you have never known before. I sent this voice to waking you up today. I've seen your misery and your torture and your torment and you wonder if I exist or not. I have been trying to redefine you, to define you as I see you, but you won't let me. Your struggle, your failures, and your shame have taught you many lessons. And now I sent my word to you. It is either I am enthroned or I'm not. Either I am worshipped or I, I am not. I will never again strive with man. I will abandon man to destruction. God said, my spirit will no more contend with man. I will let him perish. Do you know that God did not create you for you? God did not save you for you. God did not redeem you for you. This is the problem Israel had. That's when they say, make us king like other nations. They thought God brought them out of Egypt for themselves. So you can have a, a very nice good hamburger and enjoy themselves in the forest. God did not save you for you. God did not create you for you. Until we learn that lesson, this life will be a crushing blow upon all of us. God never created you for you. And God never saved you for you. Wow. I will not give you too much so you can come back tomorrow. I know you, are, you guys have not changed yet, so. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But, man, I like the way you look. Strong. Can somebody say, praise God. Somebody say, hallelujah. 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 Jesus Christ reigns. And he must reign over America, over the world, over Europe, over Asia, over Africa. Jesus Christ must be glorified. 
Lift your hand and say, oh God, be glorified in me. Be glorified in me. You will see the arm of God revealed like you have never seen it before. These are the days of the glory of the Almighty. Chapter 4 of the book of Revelation. Praise the Lord. Now, my, some of our, my, our people there in Czech are that hungry. They are awake by 1 a.m. in the morning watching me preach. Can't you get enough? Go to sleep. Come on, people. They're waking by. It's, it's about 2 o'clock now. And, and they're watching. Two. Watching and nodding their head. Possibly my wife is watching. Hey, Margaret, go to sleep. <laughs> you are permitted to do that. Pray for me that I, I God sent me to this place. Bakamaros. And I know you can sleep. You people here are too smart. You easily find your way out. This time you are entrapped. America has been escaping the gospel hook. But this time is on your throat. You can't escape it. God will wrestle with you till you die because he wants to use you. This is what is hindering you. You want to be sure of tomorrow, sure of your life. Who will pay this? Who will pay that? How would I handle this? Lord, wait. I'm sorry. Let, give me some time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to obey you. I'm going to serve you better. But let me get, let, let me get this done. Let, let me get that done. Let me get this done. Let me get that done. And before you get it done, you're already 85. And you have no more teeth. That's why the Lord Jesus said, if you don't hate your life, if you don't hate, it's not playing a religious game. If you don't hate your life, you can't be my disciple. If you don't, listen, somebody has to tell us what we need to hear. This is not about religion or so-called Christianity. If you don't hate your life, you will never be my disciple. We are using even the Bible, even the preaching for self. And all the towers we have built now, who live in them? Cockroaches. COVID came. You fly nowhere. Where is your private jet? You're going nowhere. You can't go to anywhere. You are shut down. And we still didn't learn the right lesson. We are still in pursuit of our earthly vision and dream and ambition. We are willing to die for it. Lucifer was so drunk with I. He was so drunk with I. And when somebody is drunk with I and I is deified, the person becomes infectious. Do you know where wars come from? Wars came from I. I. I will be like, I. This is where wars come from. Anywhere you see war, there's an I on the throne. The war you see on earth began in heaven by a, an angel being so drunk with himself. And he began to in, inflict and infect and affect one third of heaven's angels. And they were willing to die for I. Listen, I will not die for Festus. <laughs> He's not worth dying for. Only Christ could do that. 
Do you want to be free? Do you want to be healed? Do you want life? Why does it seem as if Satan is so strong? Satan is not as strong as you think. But as long as I is not placed in the right order, he got a chance. What gives Satan a chance is the I misplaced. When I is misplaced, God can't even help you. Satan has a chance. Even most of our prayers are all I. Lord, give me. Lord, give me. Lord, bless me. Lord, me, me, me. God said, I'm hearing too much me. If you don't do it in six months, I'm out of here. Give me a husband or I die. Give me a house or I backslide. Give me a blonde woman or else I'll marry a cow. My God, deliver us from I. Come and take back your church. Free us. You ask yourself, where is the power of God? Why is God's power not released in the church? What is God waiting for? Read the book of Acts. In the early book of Acts, this we are dead men. This we are crucified people. I died. Christ can only feel a person who emptied himself. That eye is subtle, very subtle. Before you know it, it's, it's back there on the throne again. Okay, get, get out and get back in. It's tricky. Because why? You are comparing yourself with everybody else. That's why we don't preach Christ. Because I will be hurt. Somebody may despise me. Somebody may call me a religious not. So I have to protect myself from telling somebody about Jesus. It will be, I'll be in danger if I, I let people know I'm a Christian. If they see me with a Bible, it will be a terrible thing. I will lose all my friends. So I better protect I. So I won't let anybody know who am I. Yeah. That's why people, if, if they don't have the right bag, they won't go to church on Sunday. They don't have the right car, they won't go to church. They don't have the right hair, they won't go to church. If they don't have that, that kind of dress or shoe, they, they, they don't get come. When they think they are no more up the class they used to maintain, they disappear from church. Why? I. And I has hurt God and hurt the church. That's why the Paul said, to be carnally minded is death. Because a mind set on self is an enemy of the Almighty. We have to relearn much. Even faith. We have used faith for self. And so now people say, God told me. No, self told you. You've cast a, a, a spark. There's a spark which is not of God. Everything is... Oh, can you imagine if Lucifer can be deceived by self and Adam deceived by self? What about you and I?
And then we stick ourselves in the mud and we say, oh God, oh God, deliver me. Oh God, where are you, oh God? What are you doing? Do quickly before people know what, I, what have happened. We will hide it. We will hide our sins. Listen, the essence of sin is selfishness. Anywhere you see sin, there's selfishness there. That's how, where sin came from. It came from Lucifer. It came from selfishness. And you, somebody can become so drunk with self that you don't even care what God thinks. Don't even care if God exists. In fact, you would say, there's no God. Evolution is the personification of selfishness on the throne. That's what we got from Lucifer. That's the breast of devil we suck. And the church is still sucking that breast of self. That's why the world is full of entertainment. America, entertainment, movie, music. Everything is built for your ego. The car, the society, the government, the politics. It's all built for the human ego. And they promise you liberty where they themselves are in bondage. And they lie. You have to have life to keep self going. And you keep borrowing what you cannot be able to afford to keep self going. You have to keep this, this old demonic this thing moving. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. And push it. Don't argue. Don't just keep pushing it. Where are we going? Don't ask questions. Just keep going. By the time you open your eye, you are in hell. And you say, oh, I deceived me. The devil mock you. It deceived me too, he will tell you. And Christ asks you, did you live for who? For yourself? That's why Christ said, and that day people said to me, I cast out devils in your name. And even in your name, preached the gospel and did many mighty things. And he will say, I never knew you. Be gone. You served self. And because of that, you were blinded. The light of the body is the eye. When the eye is focused on the wrong thing, the entire body is full of darkness. You cannot serve self. You cannot serve mammon and God at the same time. God is looking at this end time, crucified life. Ordinary, common vessel given to God, and he will fill them with himself. And he, only he, will be magnified and glorified. You have to come to a place where you are tired with you. Where you say, I am tired with you. I am tired of being me. Me, I hate you. Go away. Get out of here, you stink. The more you do makeup, the more you look ugly. Get out of here. I hate your pride. I hate your wealth. I hate your education. I hate your property. I, you are an idiot. Get out of here. I hate you. You are the enemy of my soul. I dethrone you that Christ might be enthroned. This is victory. And there are many of us who you are passionate, you are hungry, you are crying, I want God. I want God. Why is the healing delaying? Because even the healing and miracle, which is all for self, why do you want to be well? Why do you want the money? Why do you want a new house? Why do you want a new car? 
Why do you want more money? You will humble till you get the salary. Then the fool wakes up. The idiot jumps. Wow. Ha! He said, I'm dead. I'm still here. You will come on. Nice. Till you see a beautiful girl. The self said, I'm still alive. Come on, idiot. I thought you died. No, I was just hiding. Just taking a nap. I'm here. You were just, you know, going normal. Did somebody step on your toe? Your husband said the word. And then the viper wakes up. Somebody run, please. The devil is up again. Mazusa makamurenos. Nozo makaroyos. Mamoshamu kamore. If you are thirsty, come to me. I am still the fountain of life. And I give peace to those who surrender to me. It is me now or never. For the days are numbered. And my coming is at the door. Blessed are you if you hear the cry of my spirit today. And let me come in. And defeat self in you. And for you and through you. And what a wonderful thing. Because you will know peace like a river. Why chase the shadow? Why die for nothing? Have you not been disappointed many times and hurt in the same way? Have you not known shame and humiliation? Why chase the shadow? I'm calling you to reality. I am reality. I am life. Says the Lord. And your peace will be like the river. When I learned that God did not create me for me. Oh, he didn't save me for me. He did not redeem me for me. The Bible says you created all things. They are and were what? Created for your own pleasure. And now. Chapter 4 of the book of Revelation. Can you give me a few more minutes? Praise the Lord. Kamute Suaraya. Oh, the Lord has prepared for us a banquet. Say with me, banquet. Banquet. I don't know who is hungry because it is not good to prepare food for those who have no space for it. Spend the whole day preparing food and somebody goes, Mama, I just ate hamburger along the way. I'm sorry. And she spent all the day cooking the food. And nobody's here to eat it. And that's how it is today in the churches. Because people want you to tell them what they want to hear. Even the pastors and preachers, have to, they don't want to hurt anybody. They don't want to say something that will make somebody feel bad. Is that Christianity? It is a selfish cult. And people are looking for where they can feel comfortable. Where the preaching doesn't hurt and the time doesn't go longer. Because we are addicted to self. Self self image. Self preservation. We will kill the war to keep self going. And then self is set on fire by the flames of hell. Die now and live tomorrow. I'm sorry, this is a gospel. We would wish it is not, but this is it. 
I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> you can imagine the devil is just sucking his thumbs now. I tried to kill a little thing, he couldn't die. <laughs> a person come to me, they say, she, she's trying to commit suicide. And they brought her to me to, to pray for her. I said, no, I, I'm here to help you die. You want to die? This is why I'm here. That's why I'm a preacher. I'm here to let you die the right way. Christ came to crucify you. I is making our being miserable. The Irish decisions, the Irish choices, the Irish plan, and we are hurt and we are dying, but we are still pursuing the phantasma. The choices, the decisions, the passion. We are driven by some selfish a beast called me. That can't be satisfied with nothing. The demons inflame your selfish, sinful passions. And take people to the extreme. They will kill the baby in the womb to keep eyes. One, two, three, four. They will rob and cheat and deceive just to keep eye on the throne. We'll hurt mom and hurt dad and crush pastor and crush the church. We don't care who dying around us as long as I live. You divorce that little woman with those little children because you are seeking for self-salvation somewhere else. You Allah, you leave your wife with a little baby in her head, no food to eat, no place to stay. What are you looking for? Because I has been, you have been bound by Satan, by the God of self. I have no more human feeling. What a world we live in. What an evil world. What an evil world. If not for the gospel, I don't want to live in this world. No more I believe, but Christ lives in me. Now, believe me, I love you. And that's God speaking. He came to take away the pleasure of being you from you. Life is God's responsibility, not yours. You are carrying a burden that God didn't place on you. Say with me, life is God's responsibility. I am God's responsibility. If I live or die, that's his business. If I'm hungry or naked, it's not my job. I didn't create myself. In fact, if I was God, I would not create Festus. I would say that it's not worth it. <laughs> I wouldn't create me if I was God. Thank God I'm not. Peace is coming. Peace is coming. Rest is coming. This world has laid a heavy weight on our shoulder and crushing us. America, the present society, is laid heavy. It is expect. Come on, perform. Come on. Look at that person. Look at that person. Look at, you don't know what they are into. Many of them are in cult. They are in secret societies. They are in fraternities. 
They have a covenant with Satan. They are not normal. They are demons in human flesh. You can't compete with them. They are not humans. They can do anything. They are anti-God. They are un- you can't think because they have body. They are not humans. Inside of them is hell. Is demons. Don't compete with them. Come unto me. All you who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. I have a low esteem of myself. I humble myself that only God can exalt me. The Bible said we should take we should take captive every imagination and every reason or knowledge that what exalts itself. Above and against the knowledge of God. This is the salvation. This is the deliverance. And when that happens, you see God. Then you will know that God knows you. He knows your name. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows how many times your heart has beaten. He knows how many words you've spoken. And, and, and you know that God, it is his responsibility to fill you and keep you and preserve you. He has a plan. He has a will. He has something that's already ordained for you. And his thoughts towards you is the thoughts of peace. And you'll be shocked. So I can have peace in this life. Yes. Yes. There is still a life in Jesus. Oh, I, I better stop. You guys look at me funny. Praise God. Chapter 4 of Revelation. This is life. What do I do with, with me? Where do I fit in? Who loves me? Who cares for me? This is why young women will abandon themselves to a rapist. They will hand themselves over to an evil person who say hello. Because they are in pursuit of what they don't know. All my mates are getting married. All my mates got a child and I still got nothing. I must get something. I must, I, I. They will say, come, I help you. If I brought Lucifer down, I will bring you down. It doesn't matter whether you're a preacher or pastor or prophet. And God is allowing humanity to reap the fruit of their own doings. When the Lord sent me to Czechoslovakia, he said to me, son, what you must do, you must do quickly. I have held back darkness for a season. And very soon, a deeper Darkness than that of communism will cover this entire area. I have held back darkness for a season. What are you seeing that happening in the world? COVID, 2012, August the second, 3 a.m. in the morning. My wife can tell you I had a divine visitation, and I asked the Lord right there, "When are you coming back?" He gave me some few personal things in my family, in myself. Then he said. Then, and then, and then. They did it like this. Doesn't mean after they thought then, anything can happen. First then, COVID. Second then, the war, Russia and Ukraine. is the beginning of something that is more, more, more sinister. 
They thought then, I don't know exactly what it is, but it could be a total, complete economic collapse, which will prepare the way for the Antichrist to come in, or the rapture, or whatever. And I have seen something, I'm not saying thus says the Lord, there is the likelihood that along the way, there may be a nuclear bomb released. Because we are in the time where God says, he's removing his hand, he's no more restraining evil. So many leaders of the world now, some of them will be full of demons. Some of the leaders in the world with nuclear weapons will be full of Satan himself. They'll be full of demons. They will have no more human restraint. They have no more feeling for human beings. And they rule for Satan. It's already happening in many parts of the world. And, but should we worry? Well, you know where fear comes. Fear comes from self. Doubt is self-preservation. Fear is of self. Unbelief is of self. People can argue with you when you tell them about Christ. They will argue with you to protect their way of life. They argue. Uh, 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 they, everybody got an idea. They, want, they don't want, don't, don't kill me. I, I want to protect myself and the what I do and how I live. Don't speak anything about sin and, and pornography. And, no, no, because that's what I do. I. Oh, see people. Chapter 4. I wish I could read it now. And verse and verse, um, verse um, 9 says, And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat upon the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying. Say with me, they cast their crowns. What do they do? They cast their crowns, their golden crowns. What is your crown? Your education, your position, your beauty, your property, your money. What you've achieved and accomplished. What is your crown? Yourself. Self. These people, they cast, even there around the throne, they cast down their, their crown. If you don't cast your crown down, you can't worship. You can sing in church, but you're not worshiping. As long as you, get, you are crowned, you can worship. The crown must go down. So the crown must go down before we can truly worship. That's why people come to church on Sunday morning. They, they, they got their crown on their head. They, they got self on their head. They, they can't imagine lifting up their hands. No, this is, this is the way I like to worship. This is the way I like to pray. That's I. This is the way I like to do my own praying. You got your way, I got my way. Which one is God's way? Nobody knows. <laughs> Pastor said, let's stand and lift up hands and worship. I, 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 you can't tell me what to do. I will do it my way. You're worshiping yourself, not God. Now, I'm serious. I'm not trying to tickle you. You're just worshiping yourself. Self is on the throne. I go to church when I want to. I pray when I want to. I do it the way I want it. That's you. And when you are dying, God will look at you. Excuse me. Can we understand what we are doing? 
we little worms, earthbound worms, are trying to deprive the Almighty God His place and position and power and glory? Do we know what we're doing on earth? That created beings are robbing the Creator of His glory. And we ask him, bless, keep this word going. Why will he keep the word going? Now listen, God has never promised you that America cannot be destroyed. I'm sorry. Our beautiful America. <laughs> this, this, God has never promised. Some prophets can prophesy to you so. To get more offerings. And to look like holy and spiritual. God, I've never promised you. There are only two, one thing that cannot be destroyed. That's the church. Christ said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And that, that church, that church he is building for himself and by himself. is for those who have been crucified with him. Go home, and I go home, and ask the Lord, where have I kept I? And it gets me, I, I, I feel so bad when I get me into trouble. You know what I'm talking about? None of us is free yet. We all battle with that every day. When I get me into trouble, when I make me speak things I'm not supposed to say, or do what I'm not supposed to do. When I push God aside and Bible aside and preach and go, go my way. Then after what happened? Uh, uh, if I had known, uh, mom, I'm sorry, now I've learned the lesson. Yeah, now you got two kids already. And you learned the lesson after two kids. Some men have learned when they have lost all their teeth. A man came to me in check years ago and said to me, Hey, are you Festus? I used to come to your church, but you were preaching so hard, I hated it. Like some of you hate me tonight. Maybe you're those online. Those of you here are holy people. You are good people. And I didn't like that. And I said, that's for Africans, not for us. Then I left the church. And one day I got drunk with my friends. We are crossing the railway. And I run into a train and I was, my legs were crossed. Now he came on a wheelchair. He said, can you make me out Festus? I said, no. He said, I used to come here many years ago, and I heard you preaching. It looked so hard. I didn't want to like it. I wanted to go and bruise and drink. And I said, that's for African people. I said, thank God for Africans. They can take the hard one then. And he said, if I, if I had listened to you, I would still have my legs. I said, listen, you still got a head. <laughs> listen to me now. You got to still have a head. If you don't listen, you may lose head. Let somebody be head. And then your eye, and then your nose, and then the head is gone. <laughs> Where have I led you? The lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Competing, competing. Trying to make up a facade. Living in a bubble that is self created. And wanting God to come inside that bubble and make everything good. God said, I will help you get outside of this bubble. 
the world is this way. And we blame God for everything that happened on earth. Where is God? Why? 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 You should ask God, why have you not killed me yet? That's the only right why to ask. How can you endure such a nonsense, such arrogance, such a pride, such a stupid, such a self-centered human being? That's why no one wants to marry you because you are so selfish. You marry them, you kill them. That's why no man wants to marry you because you, you are so self-centered. You are so selfish and arrogant. You won't even let your husband use your own car to go and buy, buy something in the shop. Because it, it is my car. You're going to die in the bed in your car. Come on, people. We are crazy. We have lost our mind. And when God cannot get us by preaching or teaching or warning, he let us crush. Boom. And then, that's the only way. And the hair is broken. Your pride is crushed. The arrogance is dead. You've stuck yourself in a pit, in a mud, that nothing can get you out. Now you are paying child support intensities. Now you've got eyes, you've got eggs already in your belly. Sexual sin. Now you've lost it until you've lost your family and marriage. Because you were pursuing self. Christ came to save you and I from self. We want to come in and be our life, and be our peace, and be our righteousness, and be our joy. And they live in us. Somebody say, oh Lord Jesus, come live in me. Fill me. Please, I pray. I don't want to live any more day like I have done. Save me, oh Jesus. And the worst thing, when, 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 when that way of I becomes your way of income, you lie, you eat. You commit adultery, you pay your house rent. You sell drugs, then you, you buy a bicycle. Sin has become your way of life. That's what I gets us into. Where you live, your sin and your life is bound together. Oh, poor, poor, pitiful life. You cheat, then you leave. And your life is bound in your sin. Somebody save me. Somebody get me out of here. There's a savior. His name is Jesus Christ. But he will bring you into a place of humility where self is crushed. When you go through dry places and you've lost all your pride and you, you're looking for a way to hide. Christ will bring you out when you've learned that self is not good for you. When you will say, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Satan reaped terrible harvest of I. And get us into it. Christ came and laid I down on the altar and died. So he can come in and save us from ourselves. Heaven and earth belong to God. Human life is God's dream. Human is his work. God did not create you for you. That's humbling. He didn't save you for you. 
Jesus said, Father, glorify me with yourself. Say with me, Father, glorify me with yourself. You are all that I need. You are life. You are peace. You are life everlasting. I will let everything down just to have you. I, I let, let everything go. Let me have you. Let me have you. Jesus, let me have you. I'm willing to lose anybody, to lose anything. If I can have your peace in my life, I'm tired of living a lie. I'm tired of living a lie. Going the way I know, there's nowhere there, there's no life. But somehow, I can't stop now. I can't stop now. What will people say? What would they think? I, can't, I must keep going. I don't know. It's not supposed But I keep going because, you know, how, how, how will I do it? It's not too late to let Christ in. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou created all things in the, and for thy pleasure they are and we are created. Say with me, you have created me for your pleasure. That's why I'm created. Bakumas Manomu Sepuria. We are in the last days, and you will see people who are no more themselves but God. We are in the season of total possession. You will see people completely possessed by demons, by evil spirit. And we are that season where you will see people who are totally, completely filled with all the fullness of God. And God will move in them and talk in them and will shake this world by the glory of his presence. Can somebody say hallelujah? No more I that live it, but Christ lives in me. When that happens, Satan is dethroned and God is enthroned. Can we stand and thank God today, please? Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mazuk sarama lohosia. Hallelujah. Oh, malino kunamano sabaya. He is highly exalted. He is highly exalted. He is highly exalted. Somebody say he is highly exalted. The Lord is exalted. Somebody say, Lord Jesus, be exalted in my life. Only you be exalted. Only you be magnified. No devil, no sickness, no disease, no demons, no self. Only Christ be magnified in my life. Go samures, orialoso kapata kapataya, mazosamagamos. If you are here today and you know I is still on the throne, you are kicking it, pushing it, kicking it, pushing it. You are dying, and you are still keeping it and pushing it. Because what would I do with my pride? What people say? You are kicking it. You are pushing it. You are borrowing to make it go and push it and use Bible and use church and use everything to kick it and push it. And, and you know the Lord is saying, come, no, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to push it. I'm going to make it work. God said, no, you go, no, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to push it. 
Melhor você falar ali, goodbye. Somebody said, Lord, please don't leave me alone. Somebody said, Lord, don't leave me alone. Please, don't leave me to myself. I am willing to be made willing. Say, I am willing to be made willing. So, Lord, make me willing to do your will.